Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I just want to thank God for the opportunity to stand here. And I want to thank God so much. And I want you guys to join me to thank God for the life of Apostle. For this opportunity to be here. And God bless you for sitting and paying attention to this message. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. In the next few minutes, I just want to share a brief message relating to our theme for this month. What's our theme for the month? I I can't hear it clearly. Exactly. And how have you been working in that? Today is day 17 of of walking in spiritual alignment and divine harvest. You need to check and measure how much of this theme is in me more than halfway through the month. And that's what we briefly just want to share a bit on that. And I believe that Osofo Keith started with it perfectly during the prayer time when he was sharing about who, whether there's a difference between the one playing the keyboard and the one who is ushering someone in. Some said yes, some said no, there's no difference. And he said yes, there's a difference. And what did he say? That our position, our position, our position in God is what's helps us to be spiritually aligned. And Reverend Beryl also is like, they've already preached. (laughs) But Reverend Beryl says in in her ministration to us that it's our focus on the Holy Spirit. And I'm just coming to add to that as well. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I wish I could read the whole chapter. But I will, I'll start from verse 13. I'm sure many of you have heard this before. The theme around what I'm sharing with you is simply trust and obey. In trying to be spiritually aligned, in seeking to be spiritually aligned, trust and obey. In seeking divine harvest, trust and obey. Hallelujah. So let's quickly read um, 2 Corinthians 3. I'll read. We are not like Moses, who used a veil to hide the glory to keep the Israelites from staring at him as it faded away. Their minds were closed and hardened, for even to this day, that same veil comes over their minds when they hear the words of the former covenant. The veil has not yet been lifted from them, for it is only eliminated when one is joined to the Messiah. So until now, whenever the Old Testament is being read, the same blinding comes over their hearts. But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Hallelujah. Now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen. We can all draw close to him with a veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, 
we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Amen. Amen. One of the scriptures for this month is from John 4, 23. And um, I'll quickly read it. But when I was reading that scripture, John 4, 23, which says, But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Amen. Amen. So as I read this scripture, seeking to just position myself in spiritual alignment, like what is spiritual alignment? What does walking in spirit and truth have to do with spiritual alignment? And the Lord took me to 2 Corinthians 3, what we just read. Right, that it says what? When the veil is taken away, let's, let's go back there. It says, when we turn to the Lord. In the earlier verses, it was just talking about um, in the times when the Israelites were with Moses. Anytime he went up to meet with the Lord and came back, there was so much glory around him that he had to cover his face before the people could look at him and listen to what the Lord had for them. But now God is saying that the glory that is now is far greater than that glory. And who is that mirror? You and I are that mirror. So how do we get to that place of spiritual alignment, walking in spirit and truth? What is spirit? What is truth? And Reverend Beryl already shared that with us, that the Holy Spirit, when he says, turn to the Lord, even the scripture itself says it, that the Lord is referring to the Holy Spirit. How many times in our day are we paying attention to the Holy Spirit? How many times in our day are we paying attention to the guidance of the Holy Spirit? How many times in a day are we asking the Holy Spirit to be the ones to guide our day, to even tell us what is in store for the day, what is in store for the week? When you start pursuing a business, when you are starting school, even be, before you start, yes, you may pray, Father, help me. But in the day-to-day dealings of your business, of your work, of your job, you've gotten the job. Praise the Lord. You shared your testimony. Now, when you wake up and you are going to work and your boss gives you a task, do you say, Holy Spirit, help me? When you sit down and sometimes you're confused about who you are as a child of God. Every time I'm prayed for and they say your, your, your star is great, your star is bright, but you just don't get it. How many times do we actually go before the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and say, teach me? When somebody comes and says, oh, please, I want to work in your business or I want to, you to employ me, I want you to help me. How many of us go to the Holy Spirit and say, what do you have to say about this person? How many of us really, really go to God and ask God about people around us? What is this person's role in my life? 
Because spirit and truth comes from turning to the Holy Spirit at all times. That's all. The more we turn to him, it's like what Reverend Keith said, our position. The more we turn to him, the more we stay in the place where the one who is feeding our mind is the Holy Spirit, then we are sure that we are on that path to spiritual alignment. Hallelujah. I want us to read John 16 verse 13. Just to show you what I'm talking about. John 16 13 says, But the truth given spirit comes. But when the truth-giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. Hallelujah. You don't need to wait till there's an annual conference or some mega service before the Lord speaks to you himself. Because there's a place for men of God to speak to you. And there's also a place for your individual walk with the Lord. And that's all he's saying. That what will actually sustain you to be spiritually aligned. It's not only when hands are laid on you. It's not only when you come and you listen to the word of God like today. But it's actually you paying close attention to the Holy Spirit. And you do that by your posture, by your attitude. The way you can be on your phone all day waiting for a call or waiting for some momo that you've been expecting or even checking your accounts like you know someone has to send something. You are believing that it to come. The way you can keep doing that, that's the same way the Lord wants you to keep coming to him. If only your phone could speak, it would say you are giving me too much pressure. Honestly, sometimes some of us, <laughs> our phones are tired though. They keep begging us, but they can't talk. <laughs> but go to the Holy Spirit. He will never say he's tired of you. In fact, I don't think he can get enough of us. Because like Reverend Brill shared, we even can't get enough of him because we would then start looking forward to fellowship with him. And fellowshipping with the Lord is not only in your quiet time. It's not only when you are waking up by the Lord or when you sit down at a set time to stay in the presence of the Lord. That is what will carry you when you get to work and you still stay in his his presence. That is what carries you when you go and sit with your colleagues, whether it's in school or at work during lunchtime and you're having all kinds of conversations. The spirit and truth of the Holy Spirit, of the Lord, that is spoken, like the, the word of the Father, that is spoken through the Holy Spirit to you. That is what will carry you through your day. That's what will carry you through times where things are joyful. That's what will help you to be thankful, to show that attitude of thanksgiving. And in trying times, that's the same attitude of your posture of turning to the Lord that you will need. In order to stay focused on the Lord till he gives you a key and an answer. Hallelujah. Did we read John 16? 
And so all I'm saying here is from the scripture in 2 Corinthians, turning to the Lord means allowing the Holy Spirit to be the one to guide you at all times. Don't, don't give only, okay, this one is when the Lord is supposed to help me. I know a lot of us say this, not because, I mean, even people think it's a scripture, but it's not a scripture. God helps those who help themselves. When you find it, Charlie, I'll dash you something. <laughs> There's a place for what you will put in, but that place is your attitude. Is your posture. But what the Lord wants to do is to come in and take absolute control over every area of your life, especially on the things that you think this one I need to go and find knowledge for myself. Give you a typical example. I think recently there was something I was doing. And we all need knowledge. Even the Bible says seek knowledge. But what we are talking about here is when you allow the Holy Spirit to be the one you turn to, he's the one who will lead you to the right kind of knowledge you need. Imagine that you are running your business. You are trying to figure out different things. Maybe there's a particular contract you want. Or you're trying to figure out, okay, what will people buy the most? How should I peg my price? You can go and read everything in every business school book. But when you turn to the Lord, he will give you a key. That will then lead you to go and find the right kind of knowledge you need. And that's what will make your business profits. That's what will make people come to you and say, how are you running your business? And you will say, it is the Lord. You're not saying it is the Lord because you closed your eyes and slept all day and said, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. And that was it. But because the Lord is the one you are turning to and he's helping you to find the right kind of things you need to be successful. In three, some people, there's something that says, that won't happen to you. Because it's clear and direct and it comes from the Lord. You not go searching everywhere. Sometimes we even do that in prayer. Yes, the Lord says we should pray all kinds of prayer. We should pray in the spirit. In that, he will lead us. Because like Reverend Beryl shared, she was praying, but there was a particular key. So in whatever you are doing, don't be so focused on the thing that you, you miss the Lord's voice. When you do that, just say, Father, have mercy on me. I turn to you. Show me. Show me. And that humility is in you trusting that it's not you rushing to find a solution all the time. That is you trusting God. It's not always you having to feel like this is urgent. I need to find something. Lord, help me as I find it myself. No. In whatever you are doing, let the Holy Spirit be the one that is pushing you, leading you. And he says what? Turn to the Lord with an open heart and you will see him. An open heart is a posture that is always seeking the perfect will of God to be dependent on God. When you have an open heart, that's what will help you to be obedient. Let's quickly read. My time is up. So let's quickly read 
Acts 16 verse 14 and show you a practical example of having an open heart. I'm reading from Amplified. Acts 16 verse 14 says, A woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a dealer in purple fabrics, who was already a worshiper of the Lord or of God, just like you and me, listened to us. And the Lord opened her heart to pay attention and to respond to the things said by Paul. The main thing I want you to pay attention to here is what she listened and what? Open her heart to pay attention and respond. That is obedience to the leading of the Holy Spirit. When you have an open heart, you will always seek to pay attention to what the Lord is saying. If he's saying it through someone or he's saying it to you directly. Because God speaks to us through the words of people as well. And through the scriptures. So at all times... Our attitude should be, Lord, I I cannot do this myself except you help me. Our dependence on God, our seeking to pay close attention to the Lord helps us stay spiritually aligned. Hallelujah. And what happened is not just about listening. As we sit down to listen, how do we respond? Our response matters. Our response matters big, big time. Just yesterday, I had been praying to God about a specific thing. And praying weeks and weeks, crying and all that, just so that the Lord will show mercy. I believe he heard that prayer, but what he required of me was my response. At the moment that the Lord came and said, Anna, rise up. That was all he needed from me. I was praying and expecting an answer to come in a particular way. But all I needed was to obey him. In obeying him, I got my answer easier than I even expected. Amen. So all God is saying to us from this scripture, again, I'll read it from 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. It says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding us in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just by the Spirit of the Lord. Because of the Spirit of the Lord, we can stay aligned to the Lord. And because of the Spirit of the Lord, we can receive all our divine harvest. All the Lord is saying in this last scripture to us is that as we turn to the Lord with open hearts, we will surely see Him. We will surely see harvest. But how do you see harvest? When you open your heart and allow the Lord to be the one to... There's a... Is it in... um, I think Psalm 11. Let me just go there briefly. I want to use a particular word. Psalm 11 verse... I think it's Psalm 11 verse... Yes. Verse 7. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. You are a mirror. What what happens to a mirror? You can't can't see anything 
on a mirror except what is in front of it. And God is saying he wants you to be the mirror so that he can stand in front of you. And the more you allow him, your practice, your attitude of constantly turning to him in your thoughts, in your words, in just showing, Father, I really need you. Not always acting like you've got it all covered or, oh, I prayed yesterday. But even in the the attitude, it's really about your posture and your attitude. And that's what God is calling us today to pay close attention to as we seek spiritual alignment. Hallelujah. God bless us all. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministries.